two Springfield's Classic Rockets, 534, and Pearl Jam with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Well, you're going to see a mix of rain and uh, snow, depending on where you are throughout the Pioneer Valley today. It's actually uh, pretty slushy up in the uh, higher elevations, not so much down in the uh, the Pioneer Valley uh, area. So we got uh, looking forward to contending with that, for sure. So uh, while you're trying to uh, wipe the slush from your car or whatever... Uh, prepare yourselves now because Open Line Friday, I'm insisting, is uh, going to be a little bit better than last week or the week before. Uh, I'm demanding it. You're demanding it? Yeah, I'm not going to settle for a half-rate open line. I want uh, I want everybody to be operating at, at, a, at a high peak level. Well, it is a full moon, so you know how that went last time we had a full moon. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Hopefully today that'll uh, change. Yeah. Got a lot of other stuff coming up this morning, too. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Call. Do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want. Selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a mix of snow and rain showers this morning, and then uh, cloudy with a high of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Wendy Williams' team issued a statement yesterday saying she has frontotemporal dementia and also aphasia, which affects the ability to understand or express speech. Basically the same thing Bruce Willis has. Wow. Uh, the news came a day after People Magazine ran a story saying Wendy is living in a facility under the control of a court-appointed guardian, and her family has been shut out of her life. Lifetime is airing a two-night uh, docuseries called Where is Wendy Williams? Oh, are they going to have those like acapella guys that did the Carmen San Diego thing, Oh, that too? would be cool, wouldn't Where it? in the world is Wendy Williams? On the show, Wendy's son... Uh, Kevin Hunter Jr. says that doctors have linked her health issues to alcoholism. You remember uh, during the pandemic, she was she was like on a she she was on a, a long extended break, but she had had it appeared to have some neurological problems well well before that, like you know passing out during the show, passing out, and then but but there that that was a one instance, but then the other instances where she was just babbling, you could tell she was drunk. You know, drinking. Well, you know, she did uh, have a long career in radio. Oh well, that, that may have set her up that for all helps. that. That helps a lot. Uh, but man, what a what a horrible fate! Terrible to to have to deal with. I wouldn't wish that on any radio person. Uh, a warning to all you would-be thieves out there: Hillary Swank is not an easy mark. Back in 2013. She was living in Paris, and one day she was riding in a taxi, sitting in traffic, when a guy smashed the cab window, grabbed her purse, and took off. And Hillary took off after him. On The View yesterday, she said she was most concerned about her passport. Not only are they uh, hard to get, but hers was, quote, nice and thick, and I added pages with all the places that I'd ever traveled. I was like, this is so meaningful. The show had to uh, wrap up before she could finish the story. 
but it doesn't sound like she got it back. What's the point of telling the story? I don't know. You know what? Uh, you know, we've talked about this. When you go on a talk show or whatever, you should have like two good stories, like the old Johnny Carson rule. Right. She probably had this great story, but couldn't get through it because she, of all the, you know, uh, yeah, I know. back and forth between the other ladies on the View. You know, I, I do have a story to tell here. Is Joy Behar still on that show? I don't even know. I, I believe so. I don't even know who's hosting it anymore. I think there's Whoopi and Joy, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, comedians and musicians asked for some crazy things in their tour riders. Kevin Hart wasn't super demanding on his recent reality check tour. His rider contained pretty basic stuff, aside from the four man-scented candles that are listed under the heading Very Important. Man-scented candles? Yeah. There's like one- candle that smells like like dudes in a locker room kind I, of smell? I guess. Uh, there's one thing that kind of sticks out, though. Kevin demands that there not be any traffic on his way to or from the venue. The rider states, as quote, under no circumstances are vehicles to be allowed to encounter any delays due to traffic. How the hell you figure that? I have no idea. The venue can't control that, but the police can, right? Jesus. Uh, police escorts must be arranged in order to facilitate artist vehicles' arrival to and departure from the venue. Escort must be empowered to route vehicles through any potential traffic delay. That That's a little... Uh, well, I mean, you know, some people can't stand being in traffic. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people, but I don't think I could put that in a contract rider. You know, maybe when I renew my contract, I'll insist that there's no traffic when I get here at four o'clock in the morning. You live in, uh, you live in Cowtown. There ain't nobody. Uh, there ain't no traffic except for when uh, the farmer brings the cattle from one side of Hamden Road to the other. You know what? I would like a police escort to take me from Hamden into East Lomito. What if I give you? What if I give you uh, a copy of Chips while you're driving? I'll be. Yeah. How about you just cut the middleman, give me a bag of chips? You got a DVD player in that truck, don't you? No, I don't actually. Really? No, I don't. Wow, you really got the basic model, huh? Oh yes, I did. And while they uh, come in handy for traffic issues, the rider states the police are not welcome in the backstage dressing room hallway, front of house mix position, or the front of the stage. They're also not allowed to search any guests as they enter the building. How? That's not up to him whether secure. If the venue has a security thing in place, then the well, venue is the one that. So when he was at the Mullen Center a couple of years ago, yeah. So you know we went to that show, and uh, the one thing that everybody had to comply with was to keep their cell phones off. Gotcha. And anybody who was using a cell phone to either take videos or selfies, the show would be stopped, and that person would be escorted out of the building. Did they start doing that to people? Yeah, so you know I think I, I believe there was like one person that got tossed right before the show started. Oh, but they kept repeating over and over again on announcements that you know the Kevin Hart will not perform if cell phones are out. Very demanding guy. He is a demand. Well, I mean, I can see that. Like, I wouldn't want somebody recording my stuff and then putting it out online. I did that last night when you were at the loft. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Wait till you hear from my lawyer. <laughs> uh, are you uh, are you into movies? Sure. 
There's a company looking to pay somebody $2,000 to watch all 10 Best Picture nominees. They'll also get a 65-inch 4K TV and a $500 DoorDash gift card for snacks. After watching the films, whoever uh, they choose will have to predict the Oscar winners for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. They'll also have to rate each film on different criteria like creativity, its ability to evoke emotion, and memorability. And, uh, yeah, you know what? That's that's way too many movies. Oppenheimer's like three hours long, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, and I don't think a lot, a lot of these are more... Barbie movie was almost two hours. And you'll never get that time back. And you think about it, you break it down, how much are you really making over the course of uh, watching 10 different movies? That's at least 20 hours. And you're getting paid how much? $1,000. That yeah, that's not That's not doesn't seem enough. like it's worth it at all. Give me $10,000. We can start talking business. All right. Uh, and Kim Kardashian uh, posed up a storm in a sexy backless dress as she wowed alongside with her uh, sister, Kendall Jenner. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had anything backless was when Ray G took me to Bareback Mountain and ate the Arby's leftovers at the top on that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Uh, Have you ever been to the snow-capped mountains of Bareback Mountain? No, but I have been to an Arby's for the last time. Well, it just tastes just the same. Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once had a free shake at the backyard burger. <laughs> I did some Cesar Milaning. What are you trying to say? The doggy whisperer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, what I'm trying to say is I... Uh, I f- I gave her the icky bod crane. That's uh, finishing with a smashing a pumpkin right over her head. It's like the... See, I would have thought it had been something different, but I'm almost afraid to say it. It's like Amish wheelbarrow ping pong. <laughs> Ezekiel, get the horse. <laughs> and that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Hiya. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm not a particularly litigious fella. Oh, sure, I'll sue your ass with the wall if I feel my rights have been infringed. But when it comes to the frivolous stuff, I tend to be more selective in the damages that I'm willing to seek. In other words, you're probably not going to find Marky Salamone on my speed dial. Sadly, not every plaintiff feels this way, and as such, some people are far more willing to endure the costly expense of seeking justice. For example, yesterday, former Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, and Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown announced on that thing formerly known as Twitter that he will be filing a lawsuit in which he will seek at least $10 million in damages. Who's the defendant in the case? Well, apparently, it's former Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, and Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown. According to the Post, Antonio Brown is looking to sue himself to the tune of $10 million. Now, I should point out that it is somewhat unclear what he is claiming to have done to himself. It's also unclear whether he's hired an attorney to represent himself and himself in the case. All I can tell you is the exact quote from his social media post, which reads, quote, I'm suing AB, $10 million. In addition to that cryptic legal complaint, he tagged the muckraking tabloid TMZ.com to see if they would pick up the story, and they did. Now, you might think that when a man sues himself, that the court might not recognize this legal challenge as a legitimate use of the jury's time. However, this is Antonio Brown we're talking about, and the reality is he's done much dumber things than this. And in fact, 
Nobody has done more malicious harm to Antonio Brown's livelihood or to his reputation than Antonio Brown. And if it had been anybody else doing it, he might just have a case. I just don't know if Antonio Brown has the sort of financial resources to pay himself if he should lose. In other words, I don't know if he's ever going to see a dime of his own money. And I can't be entirely sure he can be trusted to submit a financial statement to himself or to the attorney representing him. Yes, sir, the judicial system might have a real mess in their hands sorting through all this complicated legal challenge, but I suppose I'll have to hear both sides of their sworn testimony to know for sure. Although by the sounds of it, I think Antonio Brown's got a better case. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, you wear Carhartts? Then you know that Carhartts hardly ever go on sale. But right now at Rockies, you can save 40% on seasonal Carhartt workwear. It's a clearance, so you better get in there quick or all the good stuff will be gone. Carhartt clearance, 40% off at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 615 in Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of snow and rain showers, uh, more so in the elevated areas for the snow uh, today throughout the day. High of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I forgot to mention earlier that if you're going to be listening to the podcast later on today, it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Uh, hey, uh... It was weird seeing you last night. Well, you know, I mean, about. it's a, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's school vacation. You know, Jenny's off for the week, so she didn't have to wake up in the morning. And uh, we thought, hey, you know what? We should probably be supportive of uh, of local comedy like we demand of everybody else. So so we went last night to the shortstop. I got to yeah. tell you, we had a great time. Yeah. A uh, really good time. It was uh, it was sold out and it was actually it was over full and uh, they had to maneuver not, it wasn't like over capacity for the restaurant. No, it was just over. It was over capacity for the room that was set up in there. So then they had to do some uh, jiggling around and move some tables and uh, finally get people in there. It was a pretty good crowd there last I night. I don't. Uh, there must have been a lot of walk up last night because uh, it was it was pretty jammed. But uh, you know, I don't know how many. I lost count of how many comics were up there. I think it was like uh, six seven, or seven. Seven. Yeah. Uh, everybody was great. And the crowd was really responsive. That's the thing that uh, that I was most impressed with. The, the the crowd was really into it. Well, that uh, that really helped. You know, I was just trying out some new material uh, that I I wrote this bit about Ovaltine, and uh, it's gold. It's gold. Back yeah, it's gold. I like when you uh, said, uh, you know, what's the deal with the Ovaltine? Yeah. What's the deal? Why the jar's round? The glass is round. Why do they call it round? Team? See, that's comedy gold. Yeah, Steve. See, every uh, time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great place to work out, work out material, especially when the crowd is into it. It, it always sucks when you're, when you try new stuff out and you get like a, <laughs> you know, like a little laugh, but There's, uh, these were people were deep throated and drinking booze, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, loosening them all up. I remember the, uh, the old days of going like to, to open mic nights and you're, you're performing in front of like four drunks and 15 other comedians. Yeah. And, uh, if you get even a as much as a fart out of somebody that's that's a big night you know any reaction is a good reaction but everybody did really well i was very very impressed yes yes they were uh very funny comedians mm-hmm. if you will um but that's all i got i i, I got no other uh no other story to tell well it uh yeah <laughs> so marty's about to yeah. go up 
and uh, you know, he's as he's walking past uh, Jenny and I, he comes up to me and like whispers in my ear, hey, "You want to go up and do a little bit of time?" And I'm like, I- "I'm not prepared for this. I mean, I need I even I didn't even know what I'd be talking about." So yeah. I said, "Maybe not this time." But he's like, he's pushing. He's like, he's really, really taking need, it to the rim, man. You, you need to you need to get back in there. I'm not even that funny on this radio show. Never mind sure. doing. Oh, please, I'm I am I'm a dullard. What are you talking about? This thing doesn't work without uh, two people going back and forth. Yeah, but if I wrote, it was just me to, like doing things. Would, I'm riding your coattails, man. It would be like watching. Uh, it would be like watching the uh, the '80s TV program My Two Dads without a laugh track. That's what it would sound like, you know. So uh, I think you should get up and do it, and, and many yeah, people know. think you should as well. Yeah, there's you, there's Marty. Uh, that's pretty much it. I I there I bet you there's listen. Like, listen, text us on the Route Ten Tire listener <laughs> line at four one three two nine three one zero two one, and let us know whether Back should do stand up comedy. Yeah, you see, the problem is I haven't stolen enough jokes to really figure out uh, whether I want to do it or not. You don't have to, you're not stealing anything. Uh, well, if you're doing it right, you do. Oh, what are you? Okay, Mister Mister Mencia. Thanks for joining Listen, us here. I would do anything to have Joe Rogan berate me in front of other people. You know what? That would make you famous. It sure would. Yeah, yeah. You, you would be the guy known that you were the one that was. Uh, you got his butt. Uh, you know, can, talked can, out by. Can you imagine the headlines? Hack comedian steals shameless, shamelessly steals material from every comic in America. Yes, but most popular radio show in Western Massachusetts. Yeah, but that doesn't mean very much, does it? No. Well, I. To some people, it does. Well, listen. Uh, at some point, I'm sure I may uh, do a uh, thirty seconds of comedy in in a five minute span, but that's uh, going to be down the road. Down the road. Yeah, I think so. Wait, down you, the road. You got to prepare. Yeah, I do. I gotta. I gotta put my props together. But, uh, I gotta. I want to. You know, refill all my uh, my squirt bottles. But but you write every day. You write every single day. Yeah, but have you written what I've written? Have you listened to what I've written? Listen, if the view from the couch was bad, we wouldn't be doing it. So, obviously, there's some creativity going on there that you get up and you... That was That's the thing I'm always most impressed by you, is that you do that every single day. All I gotta do is just tell euphemisms for vagina, and boom, I got a Hollywood trash. But look what hey. it's done for your career. It is, yes, it has springboarded me into... Uh, making fives of dollars from ones of dollars. I, I don't I, listen. Yeah. Uh, that, that you shouldn't be complaining about that. Yeah, I know people doing far less. R- right. That's that's how we do it around here. Well, I, I have to say, you know, that uh, when you go to something like this, and if you've ever if you've ever tried doing it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you, you you there's a there is a muscle in your body that would love to do it, but there's also a, a great deal of insecurity, which is the reason why you go into it. In the first place, right. I've just allowed that insecurity to build and grow over the course of thirty-five years, yeah. which is really the last time I was doing it consistently. I was, uh, I was t- uh, telling uh, the Hawkman says he's laughing at you right now. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At me or with me? I'm going to guess at, at you, me. At you. Um, but th- like when I first, I st- I've been doing this for like twenty-one years now. Yeah, not, and not consistently, and that and that's what has been the key now to getting back into it. Is doing it at least once a week, yeah, to kind of uh, grease the wheels. See, the the problem with the that I had when I was doing it is like it's really hard to do and then keep these hours. Now, if I could do blue material during uh, like child matinees in the afternoon, oh, I'd yeah. be crushing it. I'd be crushing every room I walked into. I've done that before for like you know, like a, like a room full of five and six year olds. 
Somebody hired me to come to this, like, uh, fundraiser thing, and they're like, hey, we want you to do some comedy. And I'm like, well, you know, my material is pretty pretty rough. You know, this, this I've cleaned it up a little bit since then. That, yeah. This was going back maybe 10 or 12 years ago. But, uh, but they're like, yeah, we need you to, we want you to come and do, uh, you know, 10 minutes worth of stand-up comedy. So I have all this, like, dark, <laughs> dirty material prepared, and I show up, and I get up on stage, and who's sitting in front of me but, like, six little kids, oh, like, yeah. like, probably under the age of seven, uh, just waiting for the magic show to start. <laughs> and, uh, and and it was magic. Yeah. They made me disappear very quickly as soon as I started telling the... Uh, Between yeah. children and the COPD crowd in the yeah. back room, uh, the, in the back row. Well, you, you always know you're with a bunch of irresponsible adults when the adults go, no, keep going. When you have just like kind of ah, don't worry, those kids have heard worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day they'll listen to this Nicki Minaj song that uh, everybody's going to be going crazy over. Don't worry about it. Well, I will say it was a really good time for the shortstop last night. The the Loft Comedy Club is a lot of fun, and if you get a chance to go, like next Thursday or any Thursday night, yeah. I know we hawked that living hell out of it, but it's it really is a great time. But but like to your point yesterday it's nice to see things going on throughout western yes. mass that's not just it's not just one thing well, I, I mean I, it is one thing for the comedy but i'm talking about multiple things that are going on throughout the area i mean we've we've had attempts made in the past you know like you know the the hooky you know you know operated for many many years doing those comedy shows but there were a lot of other places that that, that tried to do it and, and and didn't quite get it but it's to me it's a form of entertainment that this area is starved for and when you see how people respond to it it's very hard to argue that point point. and think about it you see your favorite comedians on netflix and all these people who have specials they went through places like this like the, the you know and then you can go hey i remember seeing that guy uh when he was just working out material back in westfield yeah it's like if you say like yeah oh bill burr was at uh, it was in springfield and he crushed it he was so damn funny well you know what uh, like 20 years ago Bill Burr was eating it at every single yeah, open, uh, you know, mic, open mic at yeah. the Kowloon and everywhere else. Yeah. E- eating it and eating it big. But uh, did you eat last night? Did you eat the food? Uh, no, we actually ate before we uh, we got there. It looked good. I, it I did got look there good. too late. Uh, it was like stuffed shells with the bolognese sauce. Mm-hmm. I like a good bolognese. I bet you do. Yes, I, I do. I bet you like two of them. I uh, The best bolognese I've ever had was in Coxsackie, New York. <laughs> And it came imported from, from Miami, Miami. Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> it's 624 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. February is National Bird Feeding Month. And why is it? It's 627 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast. He's, he's very good at it. He's, he's exceptional at it. Hey, you know, uh, tomorrow Pat Kelly is going to be at the Springfield Sportsman Show from 10 until noon. At, uh, at the Big E, the undisputedly largest sportsman show in the Northeast. Make sure you stop by the Rock 102 table. Say hi to Pat. Uh, and uh, for your chance to win great prizes. That's tomorrow, 10 to 2, at the Springfield Sportsman Show with Pat Kelly from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, you ready to laugh? Sure. All right, let's laugh. It's Bax and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I have usually... On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's classic rock. A blind man walks into a bar. Yes. And a table. And a chair. Ah, you get it? Because you can't (laughs) see. Can't see anything. You know who I bumped into on the way to the optician's office? No, who? Everyone. (laughs) 
Because he's blind. Because he he's blind. Into everybody. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, any of that's coming. Yeah. Back. 632. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Springfield police are urging drivers not to leave vehicles running unattended after at least five vehicles were stolen this week. Springfield police spokesman Ryan Wall said that at least five motor vehicles have been stolen in the past week while the car was running with the keys inside the vehicle. Now, how can we say that again by reiterating what I just said um, after they just said that twice? It's a good point. Uh, maybe there's another way you could uh, you know, paraphrase. I got to find that clip. I just found one on uh, on TikTok the other day, and I should have saved it. But it was obviously a parody of two newscasters, like in a local <laughs> news station. Right. A fire killed four people tonight in a, in, a, in a home in downtown. And then it goes to the next guy. Four people died in that fire because of the burns. And then they go back to the other lady, and they're like, and many of them succumbed to the fire. Yeah. You know, and we go live to the scene <laughs> with our... <laughs> right. Well, they, they didn't Five get... people died in a fire because of the fire that was set with flames. Yeah, and, and it doesn't go back. It doesn't go to a, to a report. It was just a short clip, but I thought that was uh, pretty funny. I think it's from a movie. I don't know what movie it's from. I don't know from, which one but, that is. Uh, but uh, it pretty much sums up how we watch news around here. Uh, Springfield uh, Police Superintendent Cheryl Claproot stated, as the weather... Cold weather lingers, warming up your car and leaving it running while you grab a coffee seems harmless, but it only takes a car thief a few seconds to steal your vehicle. All right, well, hold on a second. Where are you getting the coffee? What if you go to uh, Starbucks or Dunkin'? Okay. Uh, suppose you're going to some other, like, coffee joint. Like uh, Shelburne. Shelburne. Okay. Or uh, like or the Socialite on uh, on Allen Street. The Socialite? Yeah. Me, like, uh, like uh, you know, Allen Street and Bicentennial. Tell me more about this, because I like coffee shops. Well, that's a coffee shop that uh, is right on Allen Street and Bicentennial. You'll find it on Allen Street, right around Bicentennial. All right, but is it over near Bicentennial and Allen, or is it- But it's Bicent on Allen Street. It's on Allen Street. Yes. Okay. So if well, you're traveling maybe. on Allen Street, okay, <laughs> you can take a right to get to Bicentennial, or you go into that little shopping plaza on the left on Allen Street across from Bicentennial, and you're going to find it right there in the corner. Look at you doing your little 22 News Act over there. What are you talking about? I'm just telling you where the coffee shop You're is. You're just not reiterating the same thing you just said five times? No. All no. I'm telling you, if you want to find uh, the Socialite Coffee Bar, it's right there on Allen Street. Uh, this serves as Bye a... Bye Centennial Highway. Bye Bye Centennial Highway. Bye Bye what, what, Centennial what, Highway. Is it Bye Bye Centennial Highway or Bicentennial it's Highway? It's Bye Bicentennial Highway. Gotcha. That's not bye-bye <laughs> uh, unless you're leaving. This serves as a reminder to never leave your car running unattended and lock your vehicles even if they're in your driveway. Because if you do get your car stolen, the Springfield police will show up and go, Oh, you got big dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I mean, that's like their new thing now. They walk yeah. around going, Whoa, car left running with the keys in it. You just got big dude. Well, you didn't go full big dude. Yeah, yeah, that that requires a, an interrogation that nobody wants to see on video. Yeah, but uh, you know, me and my partner Jack Daniels, uh, we had to <laughs> <laughs> we had this horrible experience outside of a pizza place. But uh, <sighs> you know, I I've seen people do. It is pretty easy to steal a car. You think about how many times you drive up to a place and people who just leave their cars running. 
right outside of a store. You've seen yeah, it before. I've seen it. I I've I never do it. Mm-hmm. I never do it because I just I just I just you know turn the car off. I lock it. If I got to restart the car, well then you know what that's my business. But um, I never do it. You should do it. I know, but that see the one time I say, all right, this is going to be that day that I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right here in the parking lot across from the Socialite Coffee Bar in Allen Street by Bicentennial Highway. The one day I do it is the day that car is going to get jacked off the lot. Wait, again, is it by Centennial Highway or by Bicentennial Highway? It's Bicentennial Highway, yeah. but the coffee shop is by, by Bicentennial Highway you. on Allen Street. I got you. I got you. So it's coffee that goes both ways is what you're saying. Well, you could actually arrive there in two ways. Yeah. Both you, ways, really. You could. Top it off with some cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, service has been restored uh, after AT&T customers across the state were hit by a nationwide outage. It's also raising concerns about what could happen if an outage were to happen again during an emergency and if there's access to a reliable backup. This thought was shared by thousands of people Thursday after AT&T experienced outages across the country. The disruption of cell service reminds many just how much we rely on our cell phones especially for navigation. Yeah. Uh, some lady from Westfield said, it makes me want to plan a little bit more. Next time you make a plan, you make a route, because in theory, this could happen at any time. I've always said this yeah. about cell phones. Is The landline was an actual landline hooked up to a telephone pole, and it was a dedicated thing for telephones. Right. Even when you get a, a number from your cable company, mm-hmm. even though it's hooked, it's a technically a landline because it's connected to the house, it's still, um, whatchamacallit, uh, it's digital. So if digital communications go out, you're screwed. Like, there's no way to get a hold of somebody. You know, I was on the TikToks yesterday, and I saw something that uh, was very much like this, that whether it's the Chinese government or an alien attack, you know, with the way they use magnets and uh, blast through different uh, dimensions using, uh, you know, y- using anti-gravitational technology. Yeah. If that happens and we lose our cell phone capabilities, like worldwide, we're screwed. Screwed. Aliens. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, you know, I mean, they're here walking among, among us. But I'm just saying that, uh, you know, if we were to all lose our cell phone service. Yeah. By, by by some nefarious reason, I don't even know how that operate. You should uh, what you call it. Uh, realize uh, that your conspiracy theory chat might scare Scott Cohen next time he's in here. Well, that might uh, that might like be conspiracy. No, I, I get that, but this one is real. I mean, it's on the TikToks for crying aloud. Well, so is the NFL being scripted was on the TikTok. If it's on TikTok, it's gotta be true. Why would any of those people lie on TikToks? Yeah, why would anybody lie for clout? Yeah, right. All? Yeah, I mean, just for likes and you know, shares or what have you. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, going up to Holyoke. Uh, the 22 News I-Team put a spotlight on some of the safety and structural issues at the Ernest Prue Municipal Parking Facility on Dwight Street. 22 News followed up with the city on Thursday to get some questions answered. The uh, I-Team wanted to uh, know what the plans the city has to address the structural problems and make parking safer for the people who live and work in Holyoke. What's the matter? You don't like uh, the staircase smelling like a urinal? That's 
That's why people go. It's a, it's like a tourist destination. Crumbling concrete. Take me, take me to the smelliest part of the city. Crumbling concrete, holes, drug paraphernalia, broken elevators, and break-ins are a concern for those using the parking garage. Well, it just turned it into a haunted house. Can't they get that demented FX down there to kind of just... All you need to do is put up a sheet and you got your instant haunted house there. <laughs> I think if you put demented FX in that, uh, yeah. in that municipal lot... People wouldn't be nearly as scared. Uh, the 36-year-old structure needs repair, so the I-team contacted the city to see what's planned. Mayor Joshua Garcia says there are ARPA funds uh, earmarked for the design improvement and repair to the city's three garages. A total of $300,000 has been allocated. Garcia said the first, uh, first the city needs to hire an engineering firm to evaluate the garage and determine the problems, then bring the proposal before the city council to get it approved and for work to begin. Oh, so this but, isn't going to happen. Yeah, by that point, it's not even years. worth it. Yeah, I know. He's good, there's going to be a different mayor by the time uh, construction begins on the new garage. All right. Uh, I wish uh, I could get it, get it done in a week, said Garcia. Um, if I could, I would. However, because the government is so slow with the process, procurement and funding, and all that other stuff, not saying we can't do it, we can do it. It's just a matter of taking the steps. The mayor said he has gotten price quotes for security cameras, and the Holyoke Police Department has stepped up patrols after an increase of break-ins have been reported. See, that's the thing. You're in a garage. You're, you're, you kind of have this sense like your car can't get broken into. Yeah, but, but of course it, it can't. It will. Uh, Tanisha Maldonado uh, parks in, uh, in the garage for work and was disgusted by the filth and concerned for her safety. I get creeped out in the morning and the afternoon on the way back to my car, but I move quick just in case. Have you ever had, experienced this garage? Yeah, I have. It, and she's right. It is. Uh, it gives you the creeps, especially since it's you know being used not just to house cars but also a human toilet. It's it's kind of not a good representation for the city. I mean, if you're trying to get people to come down there, and you know the f- ironic part about it is, what? so you got all these people using that parking garage as a toilet in the paper city. Yeah. But I don't see any paper on the ground. I've seen city councilors uh, urinating behind dumpsters during the Holyoke St. Patrick's Day parade. What's the difference? <laughs> Steve, <laughs> everybody urinates behind the dumpsters in the Holyoke St. Patrick's Day parade. It, uh, it was at that gas station that, uh, I don't even know what street that is. That I, I can never remember the name of the street that the Holyoke High School is on, that it goes up to the, before it goes all the way down before it goes up the hill and down by the wisteria museum and all that stuff Is that beach street is it beach street uh, that's where holyoke high school is well there you go that's probably what it is it's yeah. that gas station on the corner there there was uh, people filming years ago and somebody sent me the clip <laughs> of the guy he was a holyoke city councilor yeah uh, a very short-lived one i think and uh there was video of him just walking up and dropping trow and Unloading right behind the dumpster. Well, you know, during uh, during the both the parade and the road race, yeah, when you've had a belly full of green beer and shots, yeah, sometimes you just gotta go. What are you doing? Just making a little holy oak honey over here. <laughs> There's only one way to make it. I'm watering the shamrocks. Yeah, yeah. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is gonna be a mix of rain and snow, uh, more so snow in the higher elevations, high of 44. 
Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. To Springfield's classic rock at 649 in the Allman Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of rain and snow this morning uh, with a high of 44 for the day. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. If I may uh, shamelessly uh, self-promote myself for my own best interest, mm-hmm. uh, listen to Baxi's musical podcast. Uh, this week, my guest is Cheryl Pavelski. Well, when I, uh, Pavelski, a woman I went to uh, college with uh, a million years ago. Uh, she is a four-time Grammy Award winner, uh, the owner of Omnivore Recordings. She just uh, won her latest Grammy just a few months ago with the box set Written in Their Soul, the Stack Songwriter Demos. This is an amazing box set, it, and, and I mean that because it, it's the, the music is unbelievable. It took her 17 years to compile and produce this thing, and uh, her winning a Grammy Award was more than well-deserved. It's a great story. Also, next week, I'll be talking to uh, author, actor, producer, and ass-kicker Jack uh, Grisham from the band TSOL. So that's an amazing story of a guy who should have been dead years ago and made an amazing comeback. And you'll be able to uh, hear that on Monday. The brand-new TSO album comes out on Tuesday. This is going to be one of the first uh, interviews he does to promote this record. So that is very cool. And it's all brought to you by Metro Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. You'll find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. There you go. All right. Um, hey, do you know what today is? Uh, Friday and payday. It's National Banana Bread Day. Oh, my God. I like banana What's bread. What's your best banana bread story? Uh, it's delicious. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people out there celebrating Banana Bread Day, though. It's it's kind of like the ranch dressing day yeah, thing, right. which is coming up, by the way, on oh, the uh, 28th. Uh, but there was a time when banana bread was a global phenomenon. Really? Yeah. Remember four years ago when the pandemic was first setting in? Yeah. Everyone was under lockdown, and there was nothing to do except wait in long lines outside of CVS for toilet paper and watch Tiger King. Uh, you may have blocked this from your memory, but that was the uh, also the time of peak banana bread. In the spring of 2020, Google searches for banana bread were up 54% uh, worldwide, and everyone was making it. At the time, one person tweeted, why is everyone making banana bread? Like, spe- specifically banana bread. I get baking is fun to cure bure- boredom, but why banana bread? It's like, uh, it's all I've seen people make. Steve, I don't know of a single person that was hung up on banana bread during the pandemic. You don't? No, I think people were uh, too busy arguing about uh, you know vaccines and uh, you know socially distancing. You can't socially distance and make a whole banana bread without wanting to share it with people. Uh, anyone else in their kitchen sipping red wine and aggressively baking banana bread at nine forty p.m.? Actually, I've done that before. I haven't baked banana bread. I've you know been. Uh, under the influence of the devil's lettuce, and right? And some kind of nachos or something. You were in there, sitting there in your nightgown, sipping on a on a yeah. cool moscato. It, inst- yes, a moscato. <laughs> uh, Instagram was flooded with uh, people sharing the best banana bread recipes, and Chrissy Teigen was uh, using it to barter for lettuce in the parking lot. She's out there in a parking lot hawking. Banana bread. Yeah. From six feet away from people. You got it. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. Had I been lined up uh, in my car, like the Eastfield Mall, trying to get uh, you know, tested? Yeah. You know, with a little, get swabbed at the Eastfield Mall? Yeah. I think it would have been great if, like, a lovely parting gift had been a banana bread. Yeah, that would be nice. You know, you get swabbed and you get a banana bread. Can't beat that. That's a, that's a killing two birds with one stone. And if it's really good banana bread? 
I'll go back twice, get twa- uh, swabbed a second time. Uh, I would like to get swabbed a second time. I miss swabbing. Uh, don't you like people stuffing, shoving things up your nose and trolling around? I do kind of like it. I once had an aggressive COVID tester. I think he was really into it. I th- yeah, I, you want that swab? I, I think the first swab. time I got swabbed, I felt like uh, you know he was actually poking in the front of uh, my frontal lobes. Yeah, without asking you. Well, I was, was in the line. I think it was, probably, it was just assumed that's what I was there for. Yeah, he said uh, this will only hurt a little bit, and then all of a sudden it was over. But I felt uh, dirty afterwards. <laughs> you know, like you had been used. Yeah, but like I, you've been like you've been penetrated, uh, like unsuspectedly. I like my, one of my favorite uh, desserts is banana bread with chocolate chips in it. Oh yeah, like, my, you gotta have the to chips. Be. Gotta have the chips. And uh, my my friend Susie makes the best banana bread. Really, she makes like the best everything. There's always uh, something this uh, this gal is cooking up mm-hmm. uh, that's delicious. But specifically, this banana bread is like my absolute favorite uh, for this thing. And and she had given me usually around my birthday from her and her mom. I get. I get a I get a nice banana bread. Well, where is Susie today? Uh, well, she's not cooking banana bread. Well, maybe she should. Yeah, would mind a banana bread delivered and, here. And even the kid, like I have to hide. Like they give me two loaves of it, and I have to hide one of them so the kids don't know I have the extra loaf. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I did that when someone sent me a fruitcake here. I had to hide it because I was afraid some of the vultures around here would you know, pick into it. We've been sent a couple of fruitcakes here and there throughout the years. Some of us have actually been employed it, here. I know. Isn't yeah. that crazy? So, uh, happy National Banana Bread Day. I hope you have a great day, and uh, I hope everything goes well for you. You remember last week? You were here uh, yeah. last week when someone delivered a box of uh, donut dip donuts to the station? Which was a sin. Here, here's the thing. Here, here's where the, this story gets crazy. I'll, I'll yeah. tell the story very quickly. Um, someone dropped off a box of donut dip donuts, but didn't yeah. bring it inside the building. They just literally left it on the front step and then drove away. With no note. No note. Yeah. No nothing. Just a box of donut dip donuts. Now, I love a, a donut dip donut like you love a donut dip donut. We love that stuff. But the people at the office are all bugged out that, you know, well, we don't know who this is from and we don't know if they've been tainted. You, you, can't, uh, you can't necessarily trust just a mysterious box of donut dip donuts and not by the fault of donut dip by any means no this was whoever the delivery person was who did that and no no explanation of who they were yeah or if this was safe to eat so so that was friday right yeah so i get to work here on monday you were out i get to work here on monday you know what's still sitting at the front desk the same box of donut dip donuts unopened okay well they're no good now so I threw them, I grabbed them, yeah. and then threw them away. Because did they explode in the trash can when you did that? No, of course not. They were perfectly fine donuts. But you know, by that point, after a couple of days sitting out in the, in, on the, in the front lobby, they're like a box of hockey pucks. Oh, man. What a travesty it that a was. It is a travesty. I, I, everybody's so freaked out that they weren't even just willing to say, you know what, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna be the first one who you know, bravely dives into this box of donuts. Yeah, I don't understand why somebody wouldn't, uh, you know, Tell us who dropped it off. Yeah, you don't, want uh, bragging we don't, rights? We don't want faceless snacks. If you're going to drop something off, you let us know. You let us know it. who you are. Don't you, be faceless. That's right. So anyway. Anyway, uh, just thought I'd mention that. If it and you can bring us whatever you like. Uh, just make sure you we know it's coming from a safe source. Yeah, because you know, they never caught that guy with the anthrax. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. All right. It's uh, 656 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs>
And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tomorrow afternoon, the Boston Red Sox will begin their preseason schedule with a rigorous tune-up against the Baltimore Orioles. With the regular season set to begin in Seattle, 34 days away from today, the Red Sox have a lot of things to consider. Things like how to wind up to not to avoid being in last place, or how to score runs, or how to prevent other teams from scoring more runs than they do. These are all excellent points. However, they haven't even thrown the, a single pitch, and they're already facing loads of problems. Thankfully, these problems are not just exclusive to the Boston Red Sox. These are important issues facing every team in Major League Baseball, and it has the potential to be a full-blown disaster. According to multiple reports, Major League Baseball had reached an agreement with both Nike and Fanatic Sports to create a uniform that incorporates lighter, more breathable fabrics. Apparently, the uniform that has been used for the last 185 years were too restrictive and prevented players from reaching their peak athletic potential. The new uniforms have been designed to do just that. Unfortunately, the new uniforms have been met with constant complaints, including how they fit and how they look. But that's not even the half of it. Yesterday, the Players Union filed an official complaint stating that the primary issue with the uniforms is the pants. Many players are concerned that through the unavoidable biological process, a process of perspiration, the new uniform pants tend to become a largely see-through garment. Now, for some, this isn't a problem. But for many, nobody wants to be up at the plate with two balls on them. Balls that you can clearly see from multiple angles throughout every Major League Stadium in America. And as a man myself, I know that I try to avoid certain fabrics for this very reason. I like to operate with a sense of mystery. Put me in a pair of breathable slacks and I'm perfectly happy. But squeeze me into a pair of trousers with a synthetic weave that leaves nothing to the imagination and you can forget all about me choking up on a split-finger fastball. Because that's simply not how I like to play the game. Especially around the home opener. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Join me and Rocky's in celebrating National Bird Feeding Month. Go on, go to Rocky's, get a big 40-pound bag of the wild bird food. Only 20 bucks or black oil sunflower seeds. Same deal, 20 bucks. Feed your friends, the ones with feathers, with bird food from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102 Springfield Classic Rock at 7-Eleven Guns and Roses with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of rain and snow today uh, with a high of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, we'll have open lines next hour, so if you're uh, looking to participate in the show, uh, I strongly suggest you figure out what you want to say before you start calling and mm. not try to sound like a blithering idiot. That's, uh, that's our job. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, it was a shortened week. Uh, you know, for you. I wasn't here for two, you know, for two out of the five days that this program was on the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have, a, I have a shortened version of Am I the A? Yes. It's a pretty good one, too. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. All yeah, right. You ready? I'm ready. Am I the a-hole yes. for not allowing my family to go to Applebee's anymore? I said I would never go back to Applebee's a while ago after a guy was shot in the parking lot while we were eating. 
But school was out last Friday, and the kids had a chocolate meltdown, so I reluctantly gave in. You know what? Murder. Uh, chocolate always trumps murder anyway. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, my wife's sister was there with her husband, and during the meal, the police came in and arrested her in front of the kids. She violated her parole. Now my son wants to go back this weekend to get his free birthday treat. <laughs> I put my foot down and said, no more Applebee's. But my wife says I'm being an a-hole because it's not Applebee's fault that bad things happen there. She says it's just a coincidence, and that kind of thing can happen anywhere. So am I the a-hole? Ooh, you want to you wanna tackle this one I'm, first? I'm totally on this guy's side. You are not the a-hole. No, well, you're actually doing your your family a favor. Yeah, you're saving them from horrible, horrible things. Sure, the chicken wonton tacos sound really good, but when you really get into it, you realize you've maybe saved your family from a lot of heartache. Uh, I have you ever been to a place like you know? Have you ever been to a a, a place where you don't want to go because of a violent act that happened near there? Um, not because of a violent act. I've, I've had, uh, you know, hesitation to go into restaurants because I've had a violent digestive reaction, but, yeah. but never because a crime was committed. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I've ever, uh, not gone to a place because of the dangerousness of, listen, if you're in a dangerous neighborhood, but your food is really good. I'll I'll risk the uh, the thing, but we're talking about an Applebee's here. I it's know, not. Uh, it, it's it's just it's pre cooked food that's heated up, <sighs> fresh though, fresh from the bag Listen, into I, the bowl. I get it. You know, families love the neighborhood yeah. nachos with beef or the breadsticks with the Alfredo sauce. They're all delicious. But I mean, really, the the reasons not to go have nothing to do with whether it's in a crime riddled neighborhood. I, I, I do believe that this guy is really looking out for his family. I think he should get a medal. Maybe a t-shirt. Number one dad of the year. Well, it's like it's like a good excuse to not go. Hey, look, there's a guy shot there. Your sister got arrested. I have, you know, I think about it. I have refused to go to restaurants, not because of street crime or if anything is illegal, but because the menu itself was a crime against humanity. Uh, name, name, name a place. I'd really rather not say the name, but I'm pretty sure you know what I think is maybe one of the worst places in the world. Endley's? Maybe. Something like that? I guess, uh, perhaps. I don't want to say names. I don't want to point fingers. I, uh, but the sister getting arrested uh, for the parole violation. That really isn't <laughs> Applebee's fault. Although it was... Uh, That's just it, simply their clientele. It was a GPS monitor, ankle monitor day at Applebee's. Hey, you come in with your uh, GPS ankle monitor, you get a free uh, nachos and salsa. Yeah, there's a good reason why nobody on death row ever says my final meal should be coming right from Applebee's. I I bet you there is. <laughs> I bet you there's one guy who was like, you know what? I once was in Dallas-Fort Worth, and I had uh, the best cheeseburger egg rolls I've ever had in my <laughs> life, and, it, and, it, and and I want that as my last meal. Yes, I killed a family of five uh, brutally murdered them, but I, as a as a human being, deserve only the best for my last meal. Yes. I'll take an Applebee. <laughs> you must have been, you must have been very, very, very cruel in your life. Uh, well, you know, some people deserve uh, the recognition. You know, with with the with the meals. You know, I suppose. Um, 
Are you ready for another one? I'm ready. Uh, am I the a-hole yes. for eating my nephew's lunch? I, 27 male, usually have a good relationship with my sister, who is a single mom, a 30-year-old female, but she's really, really protective over her 6-year-old son and really strict with the rules. I had to babysit him last weekend while she took her daughter, 9 years old, to a sporting event. She dropped him off each morning and picked him up in the evening. On Sunday, he was not listening the entire day. It was still raining, and he just argued and fought and screamed about wanting to go outside. It wasn't safe, and I couldn't do that. Also, it was freezing cold outside. So in defiance, he refused to eat the lunch his mother packed for him. He still had enough snacks for an army and munched on them. The leftover stew went cold twice before I just decided to eat it so it didn't go to waste. Oh, that was a bad move. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Then he saw me eating it and wanted it back. He, he, here's the thing. My nephew has a lot of allergies, so his mom makes his lunches so it's 100% safe. When she picked him up, uh, he complained and said I was the a-hole for eating it, even though it was going into the bin because it was his and I had plenty of my own food to eat. She was really upset because he hadn't eaten lunch and was apparently starving, tired, and upset. Mm. Now she had to fix it, and uh, she was tired. I was the adult and should have been able to handle him, not just eat his lunch. So am I the a-hole? Um, yeah, you don't eat the kid's food. You don't eat the kid's food. <laughs> but on the other hand, it sounds like the kid could use a lesson or two in his life, too. Yeah, yeah, like why don't you eat your food before somebody else takes it? Yeah, there's there's plenty of a-holes in this family. Uh, people are saying not, not the a-hole. You followed through on what you said you'd do, and the food would have been wasted if it wasn't eaten by somebody. He didn't starve. But he learned what you'll do what you say you'll do. See, that's where you're going with it. This kid yeah. teaching the kid the lesson. Well, you know, sometimes a kid needs to know that uh, his decisions and actions have consequences. And if you don't sit there and eat dinner with everybody else, well, then that food is just going to go away. And you're going to be angry because somebody else ate it? Well, maybe you should have eaten it. Well, just put it back in the container and give it to the mother. Uh, look, he didn't want to eat it. That's not my problem. He didn't want to eat. Maybe you can go ahead and try and get him uh, to Put this down a little bit later. Yeah, my my kids didn't have uh, were never real picky eaters, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was I felt like we we lucked out that way. Yeah, but I mean, I knew some kids that are like wicked picky eaters to this day. Like even adults that are picky eaters, and I that drives me crazy. The world is full of delicious flavors. What are you walking away from it for? My kids had a uh, there was like a like a period probably for a couple of years where they were really picky. Yeah, you know they were eating chicken nuggets. Like they would, if, it, uh, if it wasn't a chicken breaded or or a French fry, they would have starved to death. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but eventually their taste changed to do it. But you don't let them starve like that. This kid may have had plenty of snacks, but when he asked for the stew back, you should have given him the stew. Unless the stew is in your belly, and at that point you don't want to give it back. Yeah. You know what? I was really hoping this was going to be a good, uh, good segment, and it really isn't. What are you talking about? Talked about we talked about uh, Applebee's. We talked about uh, the kid in the stew. What more do you want? I don't know how this is some kind of award-winning program. It's not yet. Well, well we're difference makers. Did we make a difference this morning? <laughs> I don't know if we've made any difference. We at haven't all. made any difference. And people yeah. are like, "Why?" I'm I'm gonna turn the channel. More Tom Petty, please. More Tom Petty. <laughs> It's 720 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. GG.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 727 and Whitesnake with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown's got the forecast for you because he knows what he's talking about. Glad somebody does. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, open line Friday coming up uh, next hour. Prepare yourself for that. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a humdinger of a time, oh, especially yeah. with the full moon going on. And mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, we're both tired because we were both out late last night. Uh, yeah. So last <laughs> night we were uh, we were both at the uh, at the Loft Comedy Club yep. for the uh, the comedy night. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, we had a great time. I well, I had a great time. I asked the uh, you know Jenny on the ride home. Uh, yeah, would you like to go back sometime? And she said, uh, "Let's not get ahead of ourselves." <laughs> <laughs> not so, because of the content. Yeah, no, not because of the content. But uh, yeah, I just think uh, you know. <laughs> had she not been on vacation, it w- I I don't know if we could have uh, both dragged our way out there but you know what it, it was uh it was sensational night so thanks to, to marty and the staff at the uh, the shortstop we had a great time hey get this researchers at uh, israel's bar alon university mm-hmm. have successfully created artificial testicles in a lab to help with sexual infertility lab grown testes wow yeah that's awesome yeah i huh. uh, like that yeah Oh, uh, see so if you get them cut off at one point, you can just grow them back in a petri dish. How big they're going to get? And when are they ripe? According to the study, infertility is experienced by one in six people, and male infertility accounts for fifty uh, percent of cases. Well, if you want to know when they're ripe, it's kind of like f- uh, putting your finger on your wrist, like when you're figuring out what's medium and what's rare <laughs> on your on your thumb you know how you do that yeah this one no this one's got no, more time that's more, more time that's a little medium yeah we need to put that in the oven for a few more minutes to make the artificial <laughs> organ uh scientists collected testicular cells from newborn mice the uh well i'm hung like a mouse so this is perfect for me the cells were then grown in a lab for nine weeks which is long enough to complete the process of sperm production uh, artificial testes are a promising model for basic research on testicle development and function, which could be translated into therapeutic as- ac- applications for uh, disorders of sexual development and infertility. That's according to Dr. Nitsan Gonin. Uh, the team uh, doesn't know yet if the newly formed testicles can produce sperm, but they did notice signs of early sperm cell production. This is a medical miracle is what this is. Well, who cares if they can produce sperm or not? Do they look good? <laughs> It's the latest accessory. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. we're growing balls left and right. Yeah, well, I want mine bedazzled. Yeah, why don't you grow yourself some balls? <laughs> I can now. It's yeah, right, it's it's right here in this terrarium. Yeah, my my little mouse friend. Yeah, they call me Mickey for short. We got news next to Rock 102. With Bax and Nangle on Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. After a multi-day trial, Judge Mark Gildia found Lou Lang, owner of two city massage parlors, guilty of only a misdemeanor, keeping a house of prostitution. Handing down his verdict on Thursday afternoon, Gildia uh, found uh, Yang not guilty of the other charges he faced, all felonies, including trafficking of a person for sexual servitude, conspiracy, money laundering, and uh, deriving support from prostitution. Authorities raided the day spot, 78 Maple Street, and the health and relaxation spot, 803 Belmont Avenue in 2018 after a months-long investigation and arrested Yang and Stephen C. Forsley on charges related to allegations they ran a prostitution and money laundering operation. Forsley has a separate pending court case. 
Earlier this week, multiple men testified under grants of immunity about receiving sexual services at the two spas. Police followed those men from the spas and interviewed them as part of their investigation in 2017. Yang never knew about those acts, argued Bernard Thomas O'Connor, her defense attorney. There's one thing conspicuously lacking, and that is any component that Miss Yang knew what was happening as far uh, as in those massage rooms went. Well, they are private uh, rooms, uh, so you wouldn't know what was going on. Isn't it crazy that uh, keeping a house of prostitution is just a misdemeanor? Yeah. It's just like a a slap on the wrist. Well, two years in prison isn't really a slap on the wrist. Any time in prison would be... uh... Okay, sure. Yeah, two years in prison doesn't sound good, but it's still a misdemeanor. You walk out of there, you're practically uh, ready to start opening up a brand new one. All right, you know what's going on here? They're going after the bigger fish, which is the other guy that's going to go on trial. But they still have to charge her with something mm-hmm. and, and and convict her of something. You think they're going to get her to f- <laughs> flip like a cheese omelet? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is all rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah, you know no what kidding. I'm saying? I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, pulling yeah. for her, though. That's what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, uh, we, we know for a fact sexual acts occurred, said Jennifer Snook, the assistant attorney general, in her closing remarks. We heard it directly from the three men who testified. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, they did. You're, I'm sorry, Your Honor, but I've been damaged. <laughs> please. What are, they, what are these guys getting out of it? Immunity. They're not going to jail. Ah, please. All they did was sit there or lie there. I just, you know, I mean, I mean that's... Tossing a, a few bucks in the till. <clears throat> hey, uh, by the way, uh, we'll let you go if you, if you blow this lady in. That means two things. What do you what do you leave for a, a gratuity for something like this? Is that uh, is that eighteen percent? What's the, what's the tip? I don't know. What uh, what do you normally pay a sex traffic victim? What uh, 40, no, I mean, 50 I mean, bucks? I'm not, you don't pay the victim. You don't tip the victim. You 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 tip the practitioner. They're not practitioners. They're sex trafficking victims. That's the the whole point of this whole thing. It's not like uh, I don't think a lot of them went to a massage school. You don't think so? No. You don't think it's certified? Mm, no. No. And, ma- and massage and reflexology? Mm, nope. Nope. Suppose I get like a, like a really bad uh, kink in my neck. Yeah. And one of the women there just whatever you know, cracks my neck and boom, I feel terrific. Well, I feel like a million bucks. The ancient Asian secret is to uh, put one finger on the muscle yeah. of that that's hurting you uh-huh. and then uh, their hands elsewhere uh-huh. to complete the tension release. But then you're walking out of there feeling very relaxed. Y- yeah, I guess so. See? And also feeling scared that the authorities are going to charge you with receiving prostitution for Oh gosh, this is when this is when the law tends to get in the way of a guy <laughs> just trying to work out some knots. A uh, Wilbraham man accused of shooting an officer during a standoff with police at his home in January has been held without bail for three months as he awaits trial on assault charges, according to court records. 53-year-old Michael Ortega is facing three counts of assault with intent to murder and three counts of assault with a dangerous weapon. He's accused of shooting 29-year-old Wilbraham police officer Cameron Prosperi, who was released from Bay State Medical Center last week after a month in the hospital. A dangerousness hearing was held in Ortega's case in Palmer District Court on Thursday, and Judge Michael Mulcahy found uh, him dangerous. According to court records, Mulcahy ordered Ortega held at the Hamden County House of Correction for four months, but gave him credit for the month he's already been in custody. Ortega is due back in court for a status hearing on March 27th. 
uh, as well as on uh, May 20th. So it's really no other information on that other than he was arraigned, if you will, hmm. uh, in, in one way or another. Uh, let's see, over in Longmeadow, there's some stuff going on there. The Longmeadow Police uh, Department is currently investigating destruction of property at the Longmeadow Country Club. Both restroom buildings located on the golf course were vandalized. Police believe this happened sometime Tuesday night. The suspects caused extensive damage in which the estimated uh, cost is more than $10,000. Uh, if you have any information on the incident, you're asked to contact the Longmeadow Police. They I mean, just, I've done some damage in those bathrooms too, but they weren't. Uh, they were the damage was never assessed by that much. From what I can see in the pictures, it looks like they ripped some fixtures fixtures off the wall and then uh, threw toilet paper everywhere. And they it, must have had a really bad round. Yeah, I don't think anybody's playing golf this time of year. Oh no, no people people are out there. What what's with the long middle with people breaking in the building? Remember the pool incident over the summer where the I kid know. Did, they poured uh, acid on the on the playground and these I kids know. got burned. Yeah, you, know, you think Longmeadow is a nice, safe little town, but you know, crazy crap can happen anywhere. I just, I guess, I don't understand why you wouldn't have cameras like everywhere. <sighs> That's what we said at the time that it happened at Bliss Park with the with the acid. You know, were there no cameras around? Did anyone see these kids do this? Same thing with the uh, with the with the country club. Yeah. yeah, if I were charging people an arm and a leg to join a country club. One of the first things I do, among all the other things that uh, to improve the amenities for all the golfers who are paying through the nose, would be to have cameras set up at every possible angle. Maybe not they- just not for, for security, but you know to make sure that shots are still you know, within bounds. Yeah, you know, that no one's you know you know using the old foot wedge to get out of the woods. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, know, you got to make sure. I'd like to have like like replay of that. But you know, having people rip stuff off the walls in a bathroom, that's just not right. Especially at a nice club like that. You are the worst kind of person. This is not the ball washer here. <laughs> That's over on the, the ninth, ninth Spalding, you'll get nothing in like it. <clears throat> uh, one week after former Greenfield uh, Police Chief Robert Hay announced his resignation from the department, 22 News has obtained a copy of the resignation letter. Really? Can you imagine that? How did they do such... Deep investigation, investigative work, journalism. <laughs> That's how facts. It's journalism. Gotcha. Or someone must have uh, sent it through the report report tit line. Uh, yes, the report tit on our journalism. <laughs> hey, announced his retirement as police of, uh, chief of police last Thursday and uh, stated his disappointment in the mayor's office for the refusal of their support. Uh, in the letter, Hey talks about his journey over the past 10 years and how he reformed the Greenfield Police at a time when there was a shortage of employees, no permanent leadership, and low morale. Hey stated uh, that he brought, brought the department from a civil service to a level of accreditation or accreditation. Uh, accreditation? Accreditation. Accreditation. Whatever. It's journalism is what we're doing here. He also mentions how he had established a respected relationship with then-Mayor Martin and the city administration, but that relationship has disappeared over the last few years. Uh, It is with such disappointment and sadness that I must retire to protect myself, my family, and the department. The people of Greenfield, uh, 
people of the Greenfield Police Department deserve support from above and deserve to be recognized for what they do and should be. Against my desire to continue to be the police chief for the city of Greenfield, I'm forced to uh, say goodbye, stated, Hey! <laughs> Mayor Ginny Desar did respond in a statement Thursday uh, that the city is now focused on supporting acting chief uh, Todd Dodge and the brave men and the uh, women at the Greenfield Police Department. Uh, Todd Dodge. Todd Dodge. What a kick-ass name that is. Yeah. Most guys named Todd don't have a kick-ass name, but Todd, Todd Dodge. Dodge. Yeah. But who's your who's your uh, supervisor? Todd Dodge. And then everybody chokes like they're listening to a Marquee Salomon yeah, right. commercial. You know who's going to arrest you? Todd Dodge. Todd Dodge. <laughs> Private investigator tonight on a very special Todd Dodge. Uh, Dodge will serve as acting chief until the appointment of a permanent uh, candidate. We were talking yesterday about how all these people didn't really like Chief. Hey, in fact, they uh, it sounded like they were celebrating. They hated him. <laughs> they were celebrating that he was gone. I think when you when when somebody steps down from their job. And there are people dancing in their office as a result of that. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that shows that maybe you didn't make a whole lot of friends while you were there. Probably not. We've done that. We've done that plenty of times. We do that with everybody, actually. <laughs> no, not everybody. There have been a couple of people we were sad to see go. Stanley Tumblers. I know I miss Rebecca Wild like crazy. Uh, Stanley Tumblers. You know these uh, things. Yes. They're the most popular items on the store shelves, but now customers are concerned about their use of lead. The company has recently been hit with several class action lawsuits filed in U.S. District Court in Washington State, according to a report from USA Today. The lawsuits claim the brand failed to disclose that their products contain lead, but the company is actively pushing back on claims that the lead could pose a health risk. The controversy started on social media with customers using at-home lead tests to see if their Stanleys contained lead. As it turns out, they do. Well, there's nothing like a good old cup of lead. Listen, I, we I grew up on that stuff. I can't get my day started until I'm, uh, I had my first cup of lead. Stanley cups contain a lead pellet that seals the vacuum insulation at the base, which is a common practice for vacuum-insulated water bottles. But Stanley spokespeople said that the lead pellet at the bottom of the cup is nothing to worry about. Stanley said the liquid inside their cups cannot come into contact with the lead pellet because it is covered by a durable layer of stainless steel. See? Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Uh, please rest assured that no lead is present on any surface of the Stanley uh, product that comes in contact with you or the contents of your container. Every Stanley product meets all U.S. regulatory requirements, including California Proposition 65, which requires businesses to provide warnings to Californians about heavy metal and chemical exposure. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. Yeah, all right. right. Yeah. yeah. Would look out, Dawkins is coming to town. Steve doesn't like my uh, my my uh, my morning lead. Get the lead out. <laughs> I used to host that program. Get the lead out. This is good lead. It is good lead. Um, what else? What, what do we got going on here? You want to talk about menthol cigarettes or piglets being thrown around? Oh boy, I don't know. Uh, let's go with the menthol cigarettes. All I, right, we'll uh, save yeah. the piglet story for later. Sure. Uh, new research shows menthol cigarette bans may actually work when it comes to get pe getting people to quit smoking. The findings were published in the journal uh, Nicotine and Tobacco Research. The results uh, reference studies that were published November twentieth through November twenty second. These studies examined the effects of the bans in more than one hundred and seventy U.S. cities in several countries. 
The uh, study sh- results showed about a quarter of menthol smokers quit within a year or two when the substance is banned from the cigarettes. Well, I mean, in in Massachusetts, you can't even you can't buy them you can't even anymore. buy them here, right? No, you can just go all the way to Connecticut. That's uh, and take gotta, a trip and buy them down there. I mean, you. I mean, if you let's say like you're a smoker living in like a pool boy, I don't know, say like Longmeadow. Yeah. You want to go all the way to Enfield to get a mentholated cigarette? You know, I, I I don't I never really understood the uh, I don't understand the many things. Does remember that guy got mad about that when I yeah. said that? Uh, so I say it more often now because when I find out that it bothers somebody, then I'll just keep saying it. You're really over. good at inciting outrage, Steve. I, I love inciting outrage. Yeah, but uh, it's you're still not getting. I think a lot of people are quitting because the pack of cigarettes cost thirteen dollars. <laughs> Versus the, oh, well, no more menthol. I'm giving up nicotine. You know, I don't really understand the argument how uh, you're banning, they've banned mentholated cigarettes because uh, it apparently appeals to kids. They want to get cigarettes out of the hands of kids. If you want to have, like, kids start uh, really smoking cigarettes, have them tasting like, uh, like goldfish crackers or, like, Doritos. Yeah. Then you'll have kids get picking up smoking. But menthol? What kid is like dying from menthol? I don't know. Maybe there. Maybe it's a, like a little extra. Maybe there's an extra chemical in there. That I don't know. Like cancer causing agents or something. I, here's the thing. The tobacco companies have always been shunned. Oh, you're marketing to children. You know, with the Joe Camel thing and mm-hmm. and, and you know cool camping gear that Marlboro used to put out and sure. all that stuff. But now you look at the alcohol companies, and for years they've been hawking whipped cream vodka and Fruit Loop-flavored vodka, Swedish fish-flavored vodka. Mm-hmm. But no, these aren't marketed for kids. <laughs> we can have all that bad stuff, yeah. but God forbid you put a nice Newport in your mouth. <laughs> You're going straight to hell now, kid. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But have all that free Fruit Loop vodka we put out there for on the bar for you. You're absolutely right. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today mixes uh, snow and rain, uh, but not uh, too much of an accumulation. High of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It's the President's Day sales. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 755. And the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of uh, rain and some light flurries uh, this morning with a high of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Steve and the road crew tonight are going to be at MGM for the uh, Free Music Friday show, the Aria Ballroom upstairs. Uh, uh, it's going to be an absolute blast from 6.30 to 8.30. The Eagles Experience, America's most authentic Eagles tribute show, is going to be there tonight. Stop by the Rock 102 table to register for your chance to win some really great prizes. It's tonight at the Aria Ballroom at MGM Springfield with Steve and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, I'm reading this story here about a uh, a cleaner in uh, the United Kingdom, like a housekeeper, Yeah, was fired by a top London law firm for eating a leftover tuna sandwich, which she found in a meeting room. Well, what was it? Just sitting there? Well, it was on a doily. <laughs> 
The uh, woman <laughs> at a barrier. Gabriela Rodriguez, a hailing from Ecuador, worked at Devonshire Solicitors for two years and is now taking legal action against them. The United Voices of the World Union, which represents the rights of migrant workers, stated that the woman was sacked a few days before Christmas last year after the contractor Total Clean received a complaint of leftover sandwiches not being returned. They confirmed that Ms. Rodriguez ate a sandwich worth one dollar uh, and fifty euro, or I get whatever it is, one point five euros. Uh, which she thought would be thrown after a meeting of lawyers. According to the Legal Affairs website, Roll on Friday, the woman was fired for taking client property without authority or reasonable excuse. The union claims that the request for Ms. Rodriguez's removal was an act of discrimination, claim that if she were not Latin American with limited English, the company would have not complained about her, resulting in her firing. To protest against her firing and get reinstated, several union workers gathered outside the law firm's office on February 14th with 100 cans of tuna, 300 hand-wrapped sandwiches, several helium heart-shaped balloons, and love letters for Rodriguez. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, if you leave the sandwich in the room, then you're not doing your job. But if you throw it away then you're you know wasting a sandwich but if you eat it yourself all of a sudden you're at fault well there needs to be some sandwich policies going on in this place yeah in an interview with the outlet miss rodriguez said it was common practice for staff members to take leftovers for lunch on a normal day some sandwiches were left in the canteen after meetings of lawyers it was common practice for people to help themselves for lunchtime it was almost at the end of my shift uh, quarter to two in the afternoon, and I took one and I put it in the fridge. A week later, I was called in 15 minutes before the end of the shift. I was then suspended without pay pending a further investigation. If nobody's eating it and you're done with the lunch that yeah. occurred in that conference room. And they leave it behind, then. It, it's going to go bad. Yes. And you're just wasting food. That that that, that does sound like uh, maybe not discrimination, but like a. Hoity-toity, uh, rich guy uh, type of mentality. There, oh, yeah. the peasants can't eat that. Right. There needs to be specific sandwich policies at every place of business. Apparently, in the, especially in the in Great Britain, how hasn't figured out to, you know what the proper etiquette is for for workplace food. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's trying to get healthy around here. There ain't nothing been good in that fridge upstairs for uh, God know a couple of years now. It's the truth. Crazy. I know. We need we need more people with uh, weight problems working here, <laughs> providing sweets and everything yeah, every, else. Everybody's eating like they're healthy, and no one wants to be a part of that. Yeah, it's seven fifty nine. Open lines coming up in just a few minutes on Rock one hundred two. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm not a particularly litigious fella. Oh, sure, I'll sue your ass to the wall. I feel as though my rights have been infringed upon. But when it comes to the frivolous stuff, I tend to be very selective in the damages that I'm willing to seek. In other words, you probably won't find Marquis Salomon on my speed dial. Sadly, not every plaintiff feels this way, and as such, some people are far more willing to endure the expense of seeking justice. For example, yesterday, former Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, and Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown announced uh, on that thing formerly known as Twitter, that he will be filing a lawsuit in which he will seek at least $10 million in damages. Who's the defendant in this case? Well, apparently, it's former Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, Buccaneers, wide receiver Antonio Brown. 
According to the Post, Antonio Brown is suing, is looking to sue himself to the tune of $10 million. Now, I should point out that it is somewhat unclear what he is claiming to have done to himself. It's also unclear whether he's hired an attorney to represent both himself and himself in the case. All I can tell you is the exact quote from the social media post reads, quote, I'm suing AB, 10 million. And adding to that cryptic legal complaint, he tagged the muckraking tabloid TMZ.com to see if they would pick up the story, and they did. Now, you might think that when a man sues himself, that the court might not recognize his legal challenge as a legitimate use of a jury's time. However, this is Antonio Brown we're talking about, and the reality is he's done much dumber things than this. And in fact, nobody has done more malicious harm to Antonio Brown's livelihood and to his reputation than Antonio Brown. And if this had been anybody else, he might just have a case. I just don't know if Antonio Brown has the sort of financial resources to pay himself if he should lose. In other words, I don't know if he's going to see a dime of his own money, and I can't be entirely sure that he can be entrusted to submit a financial statement to himself or to the attorney representing him. Yes, sir, the judicial system might have a real mess in their hands sorting through this complicated legal challenge, but I suppose I'd have to hear both sides of the sworn testimony to know for sure. Although, by the sounds of it, I think Antonio Brown's got a better case. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You wear Carhartts? Well, then you probably know they're very very rarely on sale but right now at Rockies you can save up to 40% on seasonal Carhartt workwear a clearance so great you don't want to miss it Carhartt clearance 40% off at Rockies Ace Hardware I'm Bax that's my view from the cap Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock 814 and Blue Oyster Cult with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102 it's going to be a mix of uh, rain and uh, light snow showers throughout the day with a high of 44 tomorrow sunny with a high of 35 it is 35 right now in downtown Springfield and now live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow Massachusetts it's open live Friday 1021. Uh, That's the number to call on the Route 10 Tire listener line. Again, 413-293-1021. Or you can text, too, if you can't get through. Uh, We'll read some of those. Let's uh, set the table so we know what we're getting into here. Uh, No foul language. No hate speech. And if you can try not to act like a blithering idiot, that would be terrific. We'd like you to not act like that. We know you're probably going to be, but uh, let's see what we do here. Phones are already ringing. All right. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Yes, Mike Jones. Ah, I'm glad uh, we uh, we got a chance to talk to you. good. Uh, Terrific. Yeah, okay. No, then nobody else is calling. <clears throat> no well, they were, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Mike Jones cleared out the whole lines. Okay. Well, 293-1021. Here we go. Waiting. Oh, I think oh, I see one. Oh, look at them okay. all lighting up now. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, boys. It's Vince the Plumber. Hey, Vince, look at you. Number two out of the shoot. How about that? Hey, oh, (laughs) number two out the shoot. I love it. You know, I I had some really good uh, poop puns yesterday going on around town, so that was was good, dude. That That was good. That was a that How's was an everything? unintended pun, uh, Vince. Uh, we didn't mean to say that. Yeah, just uh, just just how I Dang. speak. Yeah. I thought I thought you guys were just saving that up for when I called. You know, like oh, Vince is special. Let's let's give him some good oh, uh, puns today. We both believe that Vince is special, all right. But that's a, that's neither oh, here nor yes. there. Oh, I'm definitely special, brother. I'm right. special. Are you uh, <laughs> are you here to shout out George Plimpton today again, or what? Wasn't he Martha Plimpton? Martha Plimpton. You know what I was. 
I wonder if that is his first name over at Plimpton. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. did he write a um, book called Paper Lion where he pretended he was uh, part of the Detroit Lions for a season? Huh? Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. know but, uh, no, I know. I have no clue. Actually, no, 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 no. I got to go. I got to shout out to my good you buddy. Can, you could have just stopped that I have no clue. Yeah, okay. But anyway. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so I got a shout out to Dan, my good buddy over at Eddie's. I missed him last week. I forgot. He hit me up and he's like, hey, man, you forgot about me. And I'm like, oh, man, you're completely right. But, mm. you know, I, I got to say, Eddie's over on uh, Sumner and Hartness. Dan, you take care of your customers very well. They always have a great stock shelf. The uh, the booze is good, so you know, good cold beer, good cold everything. All right, all right. Well, thanks, Vince. We appreciate it. We got lots <laughs> of other callers. Yeah, okay, there you go. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Eric from Blanford. Hey, Eric, what's up? Hey, I got a few jokes for you. All right, go for it. All right, what did the, what did Cinderella say when her photos didn't arrive on time? I don't know. What did Cinderella say when her photos didn't arrive on time? One day my prince will come. All right. Photos. Prince. Her yeah. prince. Her prince. Her yeah. prince, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. All, all right. right. What else we why got? Did, uh, why did Dracula rearrange his furniture? Why did Dracula rearrange his furniture? He was doing a bit of fang shui. Yeah. Oh, fang shui. Fang shui. Yeah, that's that's good. That. That's good. Is that the last yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah. You got another one, or are you all done? I got I got one more. Oh, for one you. more. What did, okay. What did, the, what did the pirate say when he turned eighty years old? I don't know. What did the pirate say when he turned eighty years old? He said, "Ah, I'm eighty. Oh, there you go, boy! Thank you so much. Thank you. Knocked it out of the park right there. You really <laughs> you, did. You, these hilltowners really know how to handle them. Rock one hundred. Yeah, rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? This is David Plummer. Okay, David. David what's the up, Plummer? Uh, I want to know how is your silcock today? I don't know how it is tonight. How it is? Is, today. It, le- is, it, is it leaking? Is I don't even know what that is. Or? That sounds like a plumbing thing. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been well, to Coxsackie, New York? By the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, enjoy <laughs> your weekend. There yeah, you go. Right. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? It's the Hawkman guy. Hey, hey the Hawkman. Hawk what's, what's happening? How are you guys doing this morning? Very good. What's uh, What can we do for you? Yeah, I, the Hawkman is in need, and I was wondering if I could talk about this real quick. Go ahead. I'll be setting up a GoFundMe page because the Hawkman's van is broken down, and he needs help and support. What's wrong with the van? It's a 1996. The engine's falling apart, and... The body's rusting through, and I'd love to get around to see people and do things. All right. All right. So you're looking for a little bit of help, and you're going to post a GoFundMe page? I will probably later today, and you guys are the best, and I know you helped helped me out in the past, but the more help and support, I'd love it. I see the the GoFundMe now, but the payment button is disabled. Oh, my God, listen to you. You are cold as hell. Oh, it's great. Now I have to go to another doctor's appointment to fix that out. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, Hawkman, well, good luck with your with your vehicle. Yeah, we'll, we'll share it for you. Thank you. Oh, in fact, I promise I won't send the 
you know, another fruitcake since you, you don't want it. Well, it's it's, it's off season, uh, Steve. I I'll, I'll be okay. Really, I I don't need it. Okay, that's fine. All right, well, all, right. all right. You have a good weekend. All right, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Monjo Business. All right, Mike Jones. Okay, <laughs> Rock One Monjo Business. <laughs> Here we go. Now we're going. Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Bax. This is Billy Bob from Bay State. How are you, Steve and Bax? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I was let's say early this morning. Steve, I think you need to go to the School of Knowledge of Billy Bob's of Culinary School to learn how to cook. I hear that you're you're an okay kind of cook, but I can give you some good tips if you need some. Okay. What what, so what would you what would you like to learn, Steve? Um, I don't I don't know. I uh I saw a good video on TikTok about how to make uh, chicken tenders with Doritos the other day. Can we can we learn that? Oh yes, we can we can teach you. Just come on down to Bay State and we'll be happy to teach you whatever you like to know. Okay. Well that's it that's tempting. That is tempting. Well, Bax, you guys have a great day. And I listen to you guys every morning and keep up the good work and uh thanks for keeping me laughing during the hard times here at Bay State. No All right. No problem. All right, happy to do it. Okay. Bay State prep. Rock one oh two. Good morning, is this? Hi, it's Gary. Hey Gary, what's up? Hey, uh, you know what I don't have for you guys? What? I don't have donuts. I don't have donuts. I don't have shout-outs. I don't have jokes. Uh, I don't have clear blue skies today either. So there you go. What do have you a have? Good day. <laughs> you ain't got time for that. Thanks, All right. Mike. All right. Okay. Well, then thanks for taking the time to not have time. Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Hey, back. This is Savannah. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, you know, I got a problem with you. With me? And uh, Well, you know, yeah, it's with you. You know, you, you gave some misinformation the other day, a couple weeks ago. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to call you back. Uh, you said the world car was the Ford Fiesta, and it's actually the Escort. And this misinformation is disgusting. And, and I think you need to do a better job. I yeah. mean, Nagel could do a better job than you. You know, I'm just throwing it out there. All right. Okay. Listen, if I misspoke, it's a, it's a, simply a, a brain fart, and I want to apologize to you if I, in any way, uh, insulted uh, you a, by uh, mislabeling a crappy car. Uh, uh, exactly. And and it, it you know it, it's it's it, it's hurtful. Have a good day. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. There you go. Well, well, you live and learn. Really going well. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Is this? Hey, it's Trim. From uh, East Windsor. Trim. Trim, what's up? Hey, man, uh, my daughter told me a funny joke. I think you guys might like it. All right. Uh, how do you get an octopus to laugh? How do you get an octopus to laugh? With tentacles. Oh, I get it. That's like good. Tentacles. It's tentacles, but tentacles. tentacles. That's clever. Nice. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Good. Hey, man, you guys have a good day. Right? You too. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You want to take uh, one more? Or yeah, you feel like you've uh, uh, exhausted it? What do we have to lose? Rock 102. Okay. Except our broadcasting license. Yeah. Rock 102. Good morning. Is this? Hey, you talking to me? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how are you doing, gentlemen? It's, it's your old retired truck driver, Dave, here. Um, yeah. You know, I want to talk about the cost of advertising and what us people in the general population end up paying. 
I, you know, the, the the Bears. You know, you know about these Bears. The Bears, like the like the Bears in the woods, or the Chicago Bears. The 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 the, the toilet paper Bears. You seen this one about rolling back? You got Mama Bear calling upstairs to the, the kids and dad up there. They're all on the john. Now let's think about that. You got the kids in their own bathroom. Dad in his own bathroom. So, you know, Goldilocks must have one for when she comes over and visits. So there's a four-bathroom house. These bears are living. And they're showing us about how great this toilet paper is. How much are they paying these bears to advertise and do these commercials? Probably probably not as much as you think. Bear minimum is what oh, they're being paid. I'll thank be here all week. Thank, oh, thank you, Steve. That was great. That I was bad. That was me. That was me. I wasn't Steve. It was. It oh, was that, oh, that was you back. Oh yeah. Son of a gun. Dude, I brought it to oh, the table right. right there. I have warning oh, track oh, power. Hey, you know, guys, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you, you 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 clued me in on this. I feel better that the bare minimum is all they're getting. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go uh, put my uh, lawn chair at the end of the driveway and. Uh, you let guys that are driving too fast. All right. All right. You, 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 there you go. Have a good weekend. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There's, a, there's Open Life Friday. He may be retired, but he's still a full-time pain in the ass. Hey, that's yeah, the that's truth. right. Yeah. That was horrible. The whole thing. The whole thing was just God awful. Why, why do we even bother showing up here every day? I want you people to take the weekend to think about what you just did. And think about it hard. So we come back with this on next Friday. You can step up your game a little bit more. Mm. We're giving it to you Monday through Thursday. Sounds like the Route 10 tire line is a little flat. Ooh, I like what you did there. We need to get pumped up again. Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your... 8.33 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy. Reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Hey! Birthday shout-out over to West Springfield. Celebrating 250 today. Looking like the 29th, though. Always. West Springfield is how many years old now? 250 years old. Wow. And they're having a birthday party tonight. A birthday party? Ain't no party like a West Side party because a West Side party don't style. Where's this party dropping tonight, Steve? Clark Field, located at 514 Amos Town Road. Uh, I said Amos. There's no N in that. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought you said it, the J- other word. Yeah, adjacent to the uh, high school uh, from 6 to 8.30 p.m. tonight. The event will include fireworks, show, uh, food truck, live bands, and cupcakes. Too bad the Mingles was closed because that's, uh, that's where I'd have it. Well, that's usually where the fireworks went off and the food truck. Because if you wanted a party, Mingles is the place. No live bands, but there was plenty of cupcakes over there, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. In a news release sent to uh, 22 News, the celebration starts at 6 p.m. Parking at Clark Field is restricted for handicapped access only. The town has more than a dozen designated parking areas around the high school, middle school, and Fozzie Drive. Uh, entertainment includes performances by the high school band. Uh, oh, oh, that was uh, the guy that was in here. Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can. I couldn't remember his last name, but they called him something else, didn't they? 
like uh, like a Mr. C or something like that. Mr. H. Mr. H. Maybe it's Mr. H. Whatever. But yeah. uh, that's great. The uh, chorus will also perform uh, Theater of Malum, a local oh. hard rock heavy metal band, will hit the stage to play some classics. Awesome. <clears throat> it's too bad you're going to be all tied up tonight because uh, that would be a great thing to do. Uh, free face painting by the Happy Face Painter. However, they recommend getting there early due to the anticipating a long, long line. You know, is is there any is there any civic event uh, that uh, that doesn't need a good face painting booth? Uh, like no. like it, like you you can't celebrate anything without a good little bit of face painting. That's uh, right. Like I, I won't go anywhere without face painting. You tell me there's an event. And there's no face painting? Forget it. I'm not going there. You brought up Mingles. They used to have free face painting in the bathroom if you played your cards right. I think that was face planting. No, it was face painting. <laughs> they only had the color white, though, yeah. for some reason. I, I don't th- know what was that all about. I thought that was like a cake frosting. Oh, look. Uh, you're the Elmer's glue guy. <laughs> Oddly enough, yeah. they were doing the same thing down the street at Geraldine's. Hey, look, who didn't eat paste as a kid? <laughs> you can enjoy it as an adult, too. Uh, anyway, thousands of blue and white glow <laughs> sticks were donated by Sialoom will be provided to those attending to help light up the field. That should be a good time. That's going to be so much fun. The White Hut's food truck will be there. Right. Serving hamburgers, hot dogs, onion rings, chicken tenders, chili soda, and water for purchase. The, uh-huh. crest, the Crest Room is serving its smokehouse barbecue burgers, dinners, specialty cocktails, and more. A concession stand will be providing free hot chocolate served by the Westfield, uh, West Springfield Park Recreation Department. Fireworks by Grucci. Oh, the same ones that do the nice show down here in Springfield. Uh, that will start at 8 p.m. for a 20-minute display. 20 minutes. Well, I mean, it, it's fireworks are expensive. And, uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a long display. It is a long display, especially for a winter's night. You, bun- uh, you bundle up, you'll never know the difference. They hold the Guinness World Record for the largest fireworks display ever recorded and largest pyrotechnic image. And don't forget to support Westside. 250 celebration blankets and sweatshirts are available for purchase at Town Hall and at the birthday party celebration. You know, last night as we're uh, we're heading to the shortstop. Now, granted, that's in in Westfield, but you know, we took Route 20. We went through a good deal of uh, West Springfield. You know, uh, it's been so long since I've spent a good deal of my entertainment time mm-hmm. in uh, West Springfield that there's a part of me that thinks uh, maybe I need to give it another go. Need to give uh, West Side another round. Well, you should go to the birthday party. Today. Well, even if I don't make it there, I mean, why why aren't you and I going to Collins? Why aren't we uh, picking up a sandwich of the celery stock? We should go to Collins. We should go That's to Collins. That's a birthday celebration every day there. Every day is a party at, at Collins. Yeah. And yeah. we can go, uh, you know, see if we can get ourselves in the uh, five-day waiting period for a gun next door. And even a haircut because there's a barber shop in there as well. You're absolutely right about where that, else Steve. In, where else in western Massachusetts can you get a drink, a gun, and a haircut all in the same location? In the same block. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Hmm. I uh, I kind of like that idea. Only West Side. That's it. Well, uh, I wonder if uh, Will Reichelt will be there uh, with the uh, at the McDonald's waiting for everybody to get there for his Ronald McDonald birthday party. <laughs> everybody showed up to the town, but nobody came to my party. 
I'm sure he'll be there. I saw one of and, these. And Zellerman will be driving the car, the drive-thru. I saw one of these old McDonald's commercials. They don't have birthday parties at McDonald's anymore. They don't? I don't think so. I've never. Mm. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen people gathering it. They used to have the play zones, and they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they're all modernized now. You walk in there, you don't even talk to anybody. You're just pushing your order in on a screen, and they don't have like the play area. So, there, what incentive would it be for a kid to have a birthday party there? I don't know. I mean, you know, back in back in my youth, that was like the, the that was the place to go. Have, that, was, that was even before you had the Chuck E. Cheese phenomenon. Don't they have the cake? You can order a cake from... A uh, McDonald's uh, cake? Yeah. I just thought you had like a hot apple pie with a candle in it. See, that would have been uh, more uh, significant, mm. having the apple hot apple pie with a, with a birthday candle on the top of it. Right. But uh, I was watching this thing on TikTok the other day about how creepy the McDonald's commercials were from the 1990s, and they were advertising the fact that you could have a birthday party at McDonald's and this little girl is sitting there watching the statue of Ronald McDonald that's sitting on a bench. And every once in a while, the statue moves and winks at her. Like, oh, she, yeah. like she's in the know. But you, the person putting this video up pointed out how creepy that was. And when you really look at it, it was pretty creepy. Well, remember the uh, the whole series of commercials from the Burger King? And you had the guy with the Burger <laughs> King mask? The like king the, thing. The king how creepy those commercials were! But that was in, that was intended to be funny, even though it came across as creepy. Where this was attempt was attempting to be sentimental, and you're in the know because you know the clown that's moving, winking his yeah, eyes. Only at you. I, I found both of them kind of creepy. <laughs> the only I, one that wasn't creepy to me, uh, you, you you like uh, you know, hawking uh, you know, like uh, like like fast food restaurants. Yeah, that Jared Fogle kid seemed like an up and up type of character. Seemed like a great guy. I think he got railroaded. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think uh, Jared from Subway got the raw end of the deal. I think here. that dude got the shaft. You know, he was losing weight left and right, teaching everybody how to eat healthy. Now look at him. Foot long, foot long, foot foot long every day. You know that's got to be a that place will never live that down. Like you'll you'll always associate that restaurant with him as long as he's still alive. And <laughs> I just you know I just remember when the whole story came out, and I think I think like you and I looked at each other like. Dude, he was like just in here. He, yeah, it was, it was, was just only like, out with him. It was only like a few weeks later yes. that he got arrested. That was creepy. That was totally creepy. Uh, you know when Karens demand to talk to the manager, mm-hmm. but they're still behaving in a way that won't get any sympathy. Well, this is a stupid criminal version of that. You ready? A 42-year-old man in Canada was arrested on Tuesday when someone called the police. To say he was causing a disturbance in a restaurant. He was intoxicated and refused to leave, so the police wrote him up. And then they drove him home. But he was still fuming. Shortly afterwards, he drove himself to the police station, demanded to talk with a supervisor about the previous arrest. He showed signs of impairment, so they made him take a breathalyzer. And, of course, he failed that because he was already drunk when they dropped him off at home the first time. So they arrested him again, this time for DUI, and then took away his license. You know, this is part of the Steve Nagel criminal, uh, College of Criminal Knowledge here. Uh, if the police give you a ride home and have only written you up for being a public disturbance, stay at home. 
Yeah, you know, deciding to go back out may have been your biggest mistake. That's the uh, first day of drinking and driving class. The first rule is don't, don't drink, drink and, and drive. drive. The second, the second is, rule is if you feel like you need to drink and drive, don't do it. <laughs> and and if you've been given a ride, stay there. Yeah, yeah. Stay there and uh, don't show up with your own vehicle back yeah. to the very officer that uh, that arrested you the first time. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be a mix of rain and snow showers today with a high of 45. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. At the Rumble Seat in Chicopee. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 851, and Stone Temple Pilots of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of snow and rain throughout the day with a high of 45, uh, but then clearing up later on. And uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. It's a shop Friday, and this morning at 9 o'clock, if you go to rock102.com, you can save 30% off to Caminito Steakhouse in downtown Northampton for steak and a whole heck of a lot more. It's an eclectic menu, great bar area, superior wine list. Make Caminito Steakhouse a great place for a special night out. You should do that uh, right away. It's 9 o'clock today on the stop, uh, the shop 30 store at rock102.com. Don't miss out. 30% off at Caminito's. Caminitos. Caminitos Steakhouse. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a busy uh, night throughout Western Mass. Not only do you got that 250th birthday celebration going on over in Westside, but mm-hmm. you got the uh, the Thunderbirds game uh, tonight. Against uh, Hartford. And uh, and the Eagles experience um, is playing at uh, MGM, which I'll be uh, introducing the band tonight. You, uh, I'm just going to, I know that you feel as if you are immune to uh, the kind of traffic that may happen on a night like tonight or that you'll make accommodations no. or, you know, hoof it if you have to. Well, but that's my point. It's not that I'm immune to traffic situations, but I can figure out a way to get to where I'm going, especially if it's in Springfield. Yeah. And that would going a different way. Yeah, and that would have been great, except uh, there was no other way and, any, and there was no way to get off. Get off what? Columbus Avenue? Yeah. There's a million different side streets, and you're telling me every one of those side streets was filled with traffic that you couldn't get through to go around a different way. Yeah, that's right. No, you're lying about that. That's the thing. See, would I lie right to your face? Yes, you would. Would would I mislead you in any way? Yes, you would. When have I lied to you? Give me 10 good times that I've lied right to your face. You know what? There's been so many. I can't even specifically say one, but uh, this is one of them. Well, I don't like where this conversation is going. Well, I do. It's assuming that I'm some sort of liar. Listen, the last time that happened, I got caught up in a little bit of traffic. Now, that's uh, that's that's me. You may find other ways of getting around. I can tell you this. Just to you know, make some plans ahead, you know, it, you can do everything. You can have a great time. But I, but it took me a little while to get in, and I got in, parked in the very top, tippity top floor you got in, of the M, of the MGM parking lot, and you got in very late. Yes, but I would have been on time if people just got the hell out of my way and acted right. Yeah, I, you just need to uh, come up with a different method of how you drive around. I suggested a uh, to be dropped off by helicopter, but uh, nobody wanted to listen. No, nobody wanted to help me that. out of that one. And then we don't uh, deal with that helicopter company anymore. So uh, I would have been happy to be airlifted from Hamden to uh, to uh, MGM. I would have been that would have been easy for me. Why don't you call uh, Dom Dom up and tell him to smash the cars out of the way? He did, Thought he about like it. The, he's like the Hulk. 
You know, you just pick them well, up and I gotta just tell toss you, a car left and right. Yeah, the mayor doesn't call my cell phone. He calls your cell Because he doesn't have your number. All he has to do is ask. Be happy to give him my digits. I don't think he wants your number. Matter of fact, when he calls and He leaves, calls you to wish me a happy birthday. Well, because he doesn't have another number for some reason. I don't know why after all these all right. years. It, if the mayor's listening, mayor, write this down. Yeah. 413. Yeah. Yeah. 555. Yeah, 2811. Yeah. If, uh, he can always call the Route 10 Tire listener line at 413-293-1021. I'll be what, happy to pick up the phone if he What's calls. your mother's maiden name and your social security number, uh, too, by the way? It, it, well, it, it's uh, my mother's maiden name is Amel Mahay. Uh, what was your exact address? It was 55 Mockingbird Lane. Wait. Are you making that up? No, Steve. I wouldn't yeah, lie to your face. Yeah, I've already told would. you I'm not a liar. Yeah, I've, I already proved you wrong. You didn't prove nothing. Yes, well, I did. You just throwed wild accusations around without any backup. Let's take a poll. Is Bax being lazy not getting to the venue on time? No, I wasn't being lazy. There were a lot of people that were late. And even even Aaron, uh, you had a hard time getting into MGM with a station van that night. Okay, but she's got an excuse. She's uh, she's with child. She's carrying child. Yeah, that's a big difference. You don't have that. No, I'm You're, not. You I'm are not, the child. I am the yeah, child. Yeah. But driving I th- a car. I thought I would get there on time. I, you know, I was in traffic for over an hour. What time did you leave the house? I think I left the house a little bit before five. A little bit before five. Yeah. I, I don't believe you at all. I don't believe you that you left the house a little bit before five to get from Hamden to downtown Springfield and still couldn't make it on time. I just don't believe you. Well, I, I maybe you I, left later than that. Okay. What time did you really leave? I got to the top of uh, East Columbus yeah. Avenue at about at about six. At I was six. At six. You didn't leave a little before five to get to the top. Well, of I don't remember what time at, I left, yeah. but but I but yeah, I remember I, being, I would have gotten there with plenty of time. Uh, but everybody was in my way, and nobody wanted to move, even though I had a place to be. There's too many stole st- uh, holes in your hoary. I mean, story. Steve, I can't remember all the details. It was like what three, four weeks ago. Yeah, a long can't time all ago. The details. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. I can't be held accountable for Pre- every stupid thing I do. Preparedness is uh is something that uh if i were planning properly i would have gotten downtown at three in the afternoon that if i really want to do it right oh was it three in the afternoon right. that i would have gone to see my good time friends at the fort i would have picked up some uh some uh some burnt ends at uh <laughs> at theodore's I would have gone and have a fatouche salad at the the Deems, and I would have stumbled all the way to MGM and been happy to introduce the band that night. Now that you know that uh, this traffic issue could happen, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you plan to go a different route? Perhaps. Yeah. Perchance I would. Somewhere where, you know, you're you're navigating side streets versus Mm -hmm. the main roads Mm -hmm. where everybody is going to be going on? Well, uh, I suppose that uh, maybe next time I would uh, take a different way of getting there, but the most convenient for me uh, way for me at the time was to take ninety one into downtown. What was Waze telling you? Uh, I did not have Waze operating at the time because I didn't think I needed to find out which way to go. I had Waze on the other day, and it was uh, my kid changed. I don't know whose voice it was, but it was a. Uh, 
it was a black woman who was saying, policeman ahead, ain't nobody want any part of that. <laughs> That's it what it's, it does. It says it really? on my ways. Yes, it's not. I'm not making that up. That's something I wouldn't lie to you about, just like you would lie to me about trash. Oh, really? Yeah, but I, 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 uh, I, I really like that. And you know what? I found out you can record your own voice on ways. Oh, I need to do that. I need to do that for you. You stay away and from my phone. Every time I do, every time you be like, in 1.2 miles, leave earlier. <laughs> Park somewhere else. <laughs> you idiot. It's 8.59, Rock 102. Is I-91 IC 